Welcome to Mr. Cack and Me. I'm Mr. Cack, and that's Sophie, my guest today. Hi. So, Sophie, I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't really give you any forewarning as to what this was. I'm sure you've heard some inklings, but, like, let's be real. There's no format. There's no script. Um, This is a conversation at its most fundamental form. I think I ask a lot of questions, so maybe it's an interview. But what it is is I'm taking just random moments with people in my life that I've had the pleasure of getting to know and I'm wanting to deep dive into not only your life but potentially throw some questions your way that you know are just random thoughts that I think about a lot uh and and so again some of this is just going to come right off the dome and I apologize uh but since you have a husband who who also is very weird um I feel like some of this just won't be as surprising. I feel like a lot of the shock values lost on you that maybe I got on some of the other people. I feel both prepared and very ill prepared at the same time. <laughs> uh, Sophie, so oh my gosh, you disappeared Sophie's other face. Uh, so what I would like for you to do, and you can do it however long you want, uh, is just to allow people that are listening to understand why and who you are and why they should care about listening to whatever it is you're about to say. <laughs> I have no idea. I um I was just talking to B about this. There's literally nothing special. I mean, I stay busy mainly with kids and work, but that's about it. There's nothing that special about me. So maybe <clears throat> other people can listen just so that they're like, hey, I'm not alone. I'm also boring, just like mm-hmm. this person. That's well, listen, Sophie. First of all, that's horseshit. Um, second of all, (laughs) you are, so you were in my sister's category of humans, right? So, like, I've always known of your existence. Yeah. But we've never been, like, friends. This might be the longest conversation we've ever had now. True. So, what I do know about you, Sophie... And Mm -hmm. maybe this is like a real shit way of doing things now. And I think it's just, it's a good and probably negative side effect of just where we're at in our lives right now. But listen, Mm -hmm. you're a mother of two beautiful children. Yeah. And that takes a lot. Like, listen, that's not for the faint of heart, right? (laughs) No. Yeah, that's terrifying. No, I live my life perpetually exhausted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't stress that enough for so like you're the first parent I've talked to, uh, so there is a kindred bond between us because I also have two children, and their ages are pretty similar to where your yeah. children's ages are. So like, the worst thing is is I'm older than you, so I feel like the tired gets me worse. <laughs> okay, you're not that much older than me though. But in my heart of hearts and cholesterol wise, I probably have aged more rapidly than you have. So listen, it's fine. But yeah, Sophie, so you you come from the same hometown as... Well, that's not fair. You moved to Ozark, right? Yes, I'm actually from Altus. Um, <gasps> I'm an Altusian. The yeah. Simple Life. Yes, where The Simple Life was filmed. That's so sad that like that's now an obscure reference. Because like, <laughs> there was a moment yeah. in the early 2000s where like that was a pretty hot reference to be dropping oh, yeah. on people. Everybody knew. They were like, oh, wait, you're from Altus, Altus? Like, Arkansas? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they sucked. Yeah, those those drug, <laughs> those drug druggy girls made out with guys that graduated. 
Right. One Barely. of them. One of the, one of them said that the guy smelled like or tasted like onions. Like a, that has been stuck with me for a long time. That I remember <laughs> that Nicole Richie's like he tastes like onions. <laughs> it bothered me so bad that they okay, they were following one of the guys forever. And he hadn't graduated high school yet. He wasn't 18 no, or they, anything. No, they went, they went to the graduation. Yes, and I, I was there. And um, it was really interesting because all of the mothers just kept staring at them. And it was just, <laughs> it was just great. That's just, that's, that's small town South Americana for you. Like, yeah, they're, they're a judgmental tribe all in of its own, so. Absolutely. But. I've already talked to poor Richard about uh, the joys of of, of simpler times in Ozark and how he was once this goofy, ostracized person that entered our ranks. Um, but Sophie, you you have what I would consider common sense. Uh, oh, yeah, no, like, and that just that's either a testament to you or that is just like. A barometer for how awful the people I truly associate with. But like again, so like we're not we're not casual friends, but we're Facebook friends. And at this point in time in, in reality, that seems like the bestest friends you could possibly have. Absolutely. And I I, I agree with a lot of your of your wonderful takes. Uh, whether it's in meme form or whether it's just you shooting off the hip at something that <laughs> clearly you're impassioned about. As someone that does similar things. I, I like your swagger, so... Uh, yeah. Let's follow Sometimes up Sometimes I can't stop. So let's follow up on that. Let's get real serious here. What was your favorite <sighs> cartoon growing up? Oh, gosh. Probably... Okay. So first, let me preface this. If you're someone that can't think of just one favorite, don't feel obligated to narrow it down. What is a favorite cartoon of yours from your childhood? Prometheus and Bob. That's a really, really <laughs> abstract toss out there. Was that was that even its own show, or was that just part no, of Kablam? It was, it was part of Kablam. Yeah, it was just but a I skit just, from Kablam. I don't know why that just popped into my head, okay. but I didn't watch a whole lot of TV. But that was I really, really loved that one. That is so. I got it. That's like one I have to actually preface with. So the concept was it was like claymation. Yes, and it was an alien that came to Earth during uh, Neanderthal times, and it's just the interaction of essentially a caveman with an yes. alien, <laughs> and the alien is always trying to teach him how to do something, and and gets frustrated. Yeah, that's a really. I feel like, I feel like if someone was like to study you, that would be like so. There's like there's a lot <laughs> buried in that comment she just made. There's <laughs> probably a lot of t trauma just <laughs> internalized. Yeah. <laughs> And they don't talk. That was probably another thing that I feel like yeah. at a young age, like, like, oh, they're not talking. It was funny, though, right? It was yeah. goofy because the caveman was goofy and the alien was so serious that you you could associate whatever you've seen someone like you've had a relationship in your young life where someone's trying to explain something to you. But you'd rather just have fun like that damn caveman. <laughs> yep. And the alien was always looking like an ass. Yes. And he was so mad. Just so, so serious mad. all the time. Just like all the like adults in our life. Exactly. Just like the adults. <laughs> well, listen, there is another gem hidden in Kablam. Besides from just the fact that Kablam was a thing, uh, it's so hard to describe Kablam, I feel like now, even though it feels very much in tune with a lot of what 
cartoons have become where it's just like random nonsense spurred really quickly. Yeah. For short attention spans. But I forget what they were called, but the group of superheroes. I know. I was just thinking of those. That was totally random as well. It was like just not Justice League, but uh, something League now or it was something League. Yeah. Action League now. Action League now. Thank you, B. Yeah. From the back got me. The husband in the background. Um, I loved that just because there was one stinky diver. Yes. Which was just a which was just a scuba <laughs> army guy in the toilet. Yes, and then the naked guy. I can't remember like so and he not even like not even gonna worry about him because there's stinky diver, which is just fun because it just feels like it's a poop joke, but there's not like oh, a yeah. good angle to it. But the other one is Meltman with the power to melt. And it's literally just a broken the toy. Worst. They had the worst superpowers. Yeah. I, I can't remember anything else about it other than, and Meltman with the power to melt. It's just like, that's <laughs> so dumb. Like, <laughs> it was dumb. I don't remember anything that happened. I just remembered they existed and it was hilarious. <laughs> It was, you know, like Kablam was like one of those things like, all right, there's Kablam, maybe figure it out, maybe some other show thrown in there, and then we get to all that. And that was just like a, a good, oh, yeah. good lead into a weekend right there back I in think the I just, 90s. I just really liked, I can't remember what channel that was on, but I think it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Just, and then um, Rocco's Modern Life was big. Spooky! <laughs> There is a lot of inappropriate humor in Rocco's Modern Life. Did you watch the movie? I didn't watch the movie, no. There's a it movie? came out like, yeah, like came out last year. Oh, did they go really adult with it? They, it was kind of weird. It was just like, it was more like a nod to everything. Gotcha. And, and apparently they've been in space this whole time. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. Really B and I watched it because we had to, but. Fair. Yeah. Fair. As as two adults, I, I could see how you were pressured into doing that. <laughs> well, we saw it and we were like, we can't just not watch this. This was, you know, part of our childhood, so. Yeah, I did yeah. I I do the same thing every now and then with Amazon Prime, but it's like for it's like for probably worse sounding stuff. Like there was a I don't even remember what it's called. It's like Oh, it's gonna bug me. It was uh it was some ninety shtick where the parents get sucked into the TV and oh, there was a lot like, of that. It's like I a feel. deal with the devil thing, and then like yeah, the U Eugene Levy's in it some like because he was in everything in like the early nineties, late eighties with his big ass eyebrows. I love him though. Beautiful man, and he seems genuinely nice to his son, which his son is a ball of excitement. Did you watch Shit's Creek? Oh yeah. Feels like that's a immediate answer. I feel like I shouldn't even have to. Like, I guess I didn't oh, have yeah. to ask the question. I've even that's... watched a, all of Shit Creek multiple yeah. times. My wife loves Shit Creek. Shit it... Creek. Shit Creek. <laughs> I was gonna say you're saying two different things there. There's Shit Creek and Shit's Creek. Rolling shit. <laughs> and that was seriously just a genius series. And it was Canadian. Gosh, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thought? Does it upset you knowing that Shit's Creek was actually in Canada? Like they've confirmed the location now. No. I always thought it was like West Virginia. I'm not surprised at all. 
eh, I just wanted to be American because like we're that bad. But every time we have nothing anymore, so I mean. But when every time they said, uh, what was it? Not parish, municipality. It was something that were referring to counties. I'm like, they're not saying counties, so it's clearly it's either Louisiana or not in this country. Like, right? That's, that's the two choices you have. Okay, so you were, you were a true '90s child, child of the '90s. Uh, uh, yeah. So your love, of course, comes from there. Uh, and honestly, I was a '90s kid too, right? Maybe even more so than you, since I. Was you a existed, burgeoning so, young adult. No, yeah. I was like, like <laughs> five when really got to take the full reins of the. So I was three going into the nineties, but you know, I like to yeah. party, like to party. <laughs> so yeah, no, I probably would have would have been five by the time you were born. Fancy that. Um, okay, you were. No, you're only like three years older than me, or something. So not five, three. Horse, it was a to horse totally different shit. numbers. Oh yeah, I was thinking of I was thinking of my brother. I was like ninety two. I would have been five, but that's my brother who's younger than than you. Okay, whatever. No one cares about my family except my dad. Oh, I do. My dad's By beautiful the way, man. Yeah, your dad says hi. <laughs> I literally just left. I had I told you I had a meeting before this. Uh huh. Yeah, it was the Parks and Rec meeting, which is headed by your dad. <laughs> oh, because he's on city council. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, yeah. My dad and local government. It's been a hot minute since he's been back in action in the, the great town of Ozark. He's doing it. <laughs> he's so mellow. <laughs> I talked to his. He is. I talked to his girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, you know, dad used to like. I'm surprised. Like, you know, my dad used to have. Cause, like, I was at my grandmother's funeral and they like. Apparently, all the, all the memories of my grandma were, like, her being a sassy ass and and, and whooping ass, because, like, that's what she did to children. Um, right. And, like, I was joking with my dad, and his lady friend walked up, and she's like, Rusty did that? I couldn't see that. I'm like, well, listen here, lady. Rusty had Rusty had some fire in him back in the day. <laughs> you know? You don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I learned, but the other two, they did not. So I... This was more just me experiencing it as well. Like, I was just watching. Right. Yeah. Do you ever... I, I assume you probably got in trouble as a youngster, correct? N me? No. Okay, never. Good. good. A couple times. That's fair. Do you ever wonder, like, oh my god, my children are going to end up like me? All the time. Okay. Do you feel good? All the time. <laughs> Do you feel good about that? Uh, I actually feel better about it than Brandon does. Because... I got out of my rebellious stuff very quickly. I I was in it and I was like, well, this is interesting, and then I was done. But <laughs> but Brandon Brandon's been a butthead his whole life, so it's true. He is. He's an odd yeah. duck. He's an odd duck. He's so weird. He really is. Like, <laughs> and that's coming from me, and I'm pretty weird. And that's coming from me, and I'm also very weird. All right. Well, let's not just let's not just shit on Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure he was listening. Um. Okay. So you've you've got your you've got your young children, a boy and a girl. Um. I reverse the order in which they came into your life. Sorry. Uh. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, okay. little girl out there in the world. All oh, you little you little wonderful <laughs> sisters that were born first. Which again, similar stories. So like I. I feel yep. like I have a small glimpse into what your daily life might look like. Um, yeah. Do you 
do you do you see any of your personality starting to pop up in your oldest? Oh yeah. Okay, I was gonna. I was trying to like, because I always look at my oldest and try to see like, all right, is she ended up more like me or is she ending up more like my wife Stephanie? Like, where's she going? And like, do I agree with that choice she's making to to mold that personality? Um, I often get frustrated because a lot of her sassiness or just general uh, I don't want to say that the bad or the when she's misbehaving or something yeah I uh I'm like oh that's that's my fault that's that's me right there I was because I was always very stubborn very hard-headed and I thought I knew better for myself than anybody else knew for me so and that's that's my daughter that's Wyatt it's fair it's fair yeah um, so is there any moment where you're like I mean, not I, not even should I frame it that way. Is there a moment that sticks out to you right now where you just sit back and like look at your child and like, well, that's special, but where the hell did you come from, kid? Yes. Okay. So she told uh, she likes to tell stories, <laughs> like major exaggerations, and I know. I know it's because of Brandon, and I know that he did that as a child. He does it but now still. He, he told, or she told her teacher the other day that I pushed her downstairs <laughs> because I got frustrated. Oh, no. And I was like, excuse me? That's a good way to get some cops in your life there, it's Sophie. Like, you're going to get... <laughs> You're going to get me in so much trouble. And what had happened was we were walking and then she stopped and I just kept walking. And so she oh. went forward. We were inside the house. We didn't go down any stairs. So I don't know where that came into play. But I was like, yeah, this is great. I'm going to get so many cops called on me now. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's that was an interesting story for her to tell out in public. Well. Oh yeah. I listen. Listen. At least if she's in trouble, it sounds like she's gonna let the truth be known with a little bit of yes. flair. So hey. And I, I told her that I was like, you know, if you ever do get hurt, you need to tell yeah. somebody. But don't, you know, <laughs> don't tell lies. It's kind of bad. Yeah. Kids are <sighs> kids are wild. Uh, yes. So we were driving to take Charlotte and Carter, my kids, to their uh, to their grandparents, my in laws. Um, to stay for the weekend because my wife was going to have some surgery done in her mouth. Uh, and like, there was just no way we could work it out to where I could to help. And it just made a lot more sense. And it was often, honestly, while she was drugged up on medication, probably the, the nicest Saturday I'd ever experienced. Um, with, yeah. no, with no kids and a drugged up wife. It was just, I was living golden. Um, and we were driving and Charlotte has started. I don't know who I, it was probably me. I probably said it. Uh, and now she repeats it. She repeats the word, butt crack. Uh, which still makes me laugh every time this little four-year-old says butt crack. Um, right. But we're trying to, like, you can't say that out loud in public. That's just something you say around mommy and daddy because we find it funny. Yeah. And then she, and we're, we were driving and we were having this conversation with her and she had said the butt crack and we had done our laugh but said, like, you can't say that. And she then she says, kill you. And we're like, whoa, what was that? And she's like, kill you. I'm like, well, you can't say kill, like, you can't say that. And she's like, why? Because children that age ask why about everything and they want right. a full explanation even though they will never understand it so we went me and stephanie bouncing back and forth with each other went on like this long explanation of what like kill you meant and like why we shouldn't say it and how other people might react to that 
And my daughter, with all the sincerity she can muster at four years old, says, I understand. I'll never say butt crack again. And we're like, no, <laughs> wrong, wrong word. Like you need to like, that's not where we're pivoting. So like my daughter's like, man, butt crack means that you're going to die and that people around you will die. And it's just like, she has a warped no, butt crack view. Yeah, I'm no. only laughing because I feel, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I've honestly thought like, man, because the insanity right because like listen there's books out there like how to be a proper parent and like there's all these articles and stuff like that but parenting is such a circus shit show like <laughs> there's like no way of knowing if you're doing it right you can just feel happy if they like respond in ways that are like uplifting yes because they can tear you down and not mean it they can tear you down with their own like misery and misfortune like there's just like no explanation but like Oh, yeah. I sent Wyatt to her room the other day, and she's like, I don't love you. And I'm like, okay, I'm, not, I'm just going to go cry now. Yeah, you'll never understand, tiny human, until you have potentially a tiny human, how much that is truly upsetting. Right. But no, they, they will just, they will fly off the cuff with something like, I don't know. I, I'm still like dreading the day that, sh you know, Charlotte's like, you look fat. And I'm like, no, I am <laughs> fat, but I didn't need to hear it from you. Oh, you were no, the last one to love me. <laughs> no, Wyatt gets her hands on my belly and then she'll just go. Nuh. And then she'll go, you jiggle, mom. And I'm like, cool. Thanks. No. Thank you for pointing that out to me. I needed that today. Thank you. Do you do you wonder where the second like what the second child's going to become? Oh God, I don't know. He's just so, he's so sweet and he's so sensitive and everything hurts his feelings and all he wants to do is hug you all oh. the time. So it's like the complete opposite where Wyatt, when she was that age, she just wanted nothing to do with me. She was very independent. She was just ready to go and do her own thing. Then we have Logan, who is just like, no, I need you to hold me. I walk in the door, and he's like, mama. He does the same thing to Brandon. He walks in, and he's like, daddy. And he wants he wants to be held, and and that's it. He needs constant lovings. Yeah. And I can't, you know, I can't complain about it. I love it. We'll continue next week with our conversation with Sophie. And we'll learn a little bit more about this quirky, quirky librarian lady. See you next week on Mr. Cack and Me. Hope you have a good one. Love ya. Bye.